You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about the birdcage. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins with me here tonight. Cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? How about them dolphins? <laughs> How about those dolphins? <laughs> How about those dolphins? <laughs> we also have DP Too Mike much? Griggs. Oh, chalo. Yes. Wait, you're not going to give your real voice? That's how you're going to talk the rest of the night? Oh, no, he's Agador. He's, he's cosplaying as Agador the entire <laughs> night. Bro, you are rocking those shorts, man. I didn't, and I didn't know you had abs you like know, that. It's not something that most people can pull off very well. But, I know uh, that your beard covers your abs most of the time. But, yeah, bro, I, I'm, 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 it's, I'm feeling it's, it. It's something that lots of guys, yeah, they try very hard. Mm. I'm not sure about the thong, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why it's a... It's the auditorium medium. Well, that's what I say. You know this is all radio, right? <laughs> the audience doesn't really get to it. But I, I appreciate the effort. Thanks for coming, Grigsy. I mean, I'm sorry, Agador. And we also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, what, what have you done pulling the pin on this grenade, Kristen? Just throwing the birdcage <laughs> out here to explode in our face. Isn't it? Like an amazing movie. Aren't you so happy this is happening right now? Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> I, I have not laughed this hard watching a movie in, <laughs> in, in at least five years. Like, of everything, all the comedies, this thing fucking killed me, man. It's the best. <laughs> but you keep it inside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I kept laughing. I was waking my wife up. It, <laughs> she fell asleep uh, right before the movie started or a little after. And then I just I just kept chuckling. I just kept waking her up. And she ended up just watching the last, like, I don't know, 20 or 40 minutes. She fell asleep watching the movie? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah. yeah. I, 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 mean, I don't know how you fall asleep watching this movie. This is like a one-sock movie. This is one of those. A if one-sock movie? Yeah, it comes on, on like 
cable or something while you're heading out the door. You got one sock on, you're about to put mm. the other sock on and finish your shoes, and then you end up watching the whole rest of the fucking movie. I thought you were like, you know, referencing my uh, my childhood, you know, like a one sock night. Is this like a one sock <laughs> or a two sock It's not a sock on the door, Jared. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm talking about, but moving <laughs> oh, on. Oh, I was going to say, I hope that wasn't your childhood. <laughs> you get back from playing, son, I got to tell you. <laughs> you see the know. sock on the door? <laughs> There wasn't that much love in my family. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here. <laughs> I, it happened at least once, I promise. <laughs> hey, apparently a one-night stand is all it takes to have the beautiful baby boy. That's true. Just yeah, like this film. That is how it works. Because every time you have sex with a woman, a baby <laughs> is made. Remember that, kids. <laughs> Let it ride. <laughs> Let it ride. No one wants to follow that. Nah, man, how can you follow that? I don't want to be the next <laughs> asshole that speaks after that joke. <laughs> so you guys ever seen The Birdcage before? Oh, yes. This viewing. Uh, this was my first time. Whoa. You I know, used to watch it like Everyone needs the all first the time. time. When was the first time you saw this film? Ooh, I remember. It was like always on TV, and I always turned it on. It's uh, like, I, I mean, I've probably seen this film... God, I don't know, like 50, 100 times. Like, I've seen it a lot. Feels like it's always on, right? Yeah, and even, um, I mean, even now, if I'm doing something and I want, like, background noise, I'll put it on in the background. Oh, it's like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Did it, Was it all, like, censored when you were watching it on TV? No, which is crazy. Like, I'm watching it now, like, as an adult, like, really watching it. And I'm like, I can't believe my mom, who, like, censors, like, so much of my stuff, let me watch this <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> I was thinking that this is probably the first, like, uh, gay film I'd ever seen. Ever. Probably same. Yeah, same here. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how it, like, you know, it, it opens gay culture, uh, you know, quote unquote, what gay culture is, uh, you know, to a wide audience because this film was actually really successful. Ridiculous. Widely known. Successful. I don't think you could talk to someone who doesn't really know what this is, you know, if they're of a certain age. Oh, yeah. No, e like, even not watching it as a kid, like, I still very much knew what this movie was, and that's why we weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> When, would, when did you see it, Grigsy? Uh, two days ago. Oh, so you're the virgin. Yes, this was this was my first time. Oh, thank you, Sagador. You broke character there for a minute, and I was pretty upset. <laughs> well, I put the shoes on, and then I slipped him, so now I'm back. Could you put some fucking clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> I know Kristen's impressed. Look at those abs. <laughs> Lift the beard. Lift the beard. <laughs> oh, here. Sorry. This is for you. There we go. What about the shrimps? <laughs> oh, Dude. man. When he just tosses them in when he walks back the second time, I lost it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, no, you know, there, there's more of the scene that's going on where he's still just holding them. Yeah, he's just and they sitting there back, holding them. And he, having he's a whole holding conversation the shrimps, with the hand. And, and it shrimps. pays off where he throws these. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, forget about the fucking shrimps. <laughs> He said fuck, and I was like, what is this movie rated PG? Dude, Hank Azaria is so fucking awesome in this, man. Like, he's he's playing such a crazy-ass character. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Has he apologized for this yet? Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> well, he apologized well, because he Apu, also right? played this on The Simpsons as well. I actually did some research for this film in that um, I reached out to uh, two of my gay friends and asked them their opinions on this movie and also their opinions on uh, stereotypes in comedy. And they both said that, uh, you know, and also having a, um, a straight man playing a gay man, and they both said that it's fucking acting. 
<laughs> you know, that's like, a good you know, answer, actually. Yeah, you know, it it, it, it is what it is, and also uh, it's funny. But they also said that you could play, you could do have a stereotype as long as you don't make it offensive. But there's a really weird line there. Like what what makes it offensive? Like like is is Nathan Lane's over the top performance offensive? Well, Nathan Lane hadn't come out before this movie. Like this was this was his first breakout role as as an openly gay man. From my understanding, am I wrong on that, Brian? No, you're right. Uh, in fact, Oprah Winfrey <laughs> fucking outed Tried him. Tried to out him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, a book of month club, and here's a gay man. All right, hey, moving man, on. You don't you don't get to her status without like you know hitting the hard hitting questions. I guess I just would have think it's a fucking Oprah man. Like if, if I don't know, if she doesn't have a heart. Who the fuck will? Bro, yeah, that's right. But, you know, she got to that point, and the next thing you know, she's giving away free cars. And bees. You get a gay man. You get a gay man. You get a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, Nathan Lane's so amazing in this. Yeah, he is. I think part of the reason yeah. this isn't offensive is because the characters are so multidimensional. Like, if mm, all you had point. was Nathan Lane screaming and being like, oh, <laughs> like, and through the whole movie, uh, that would be offensive, whether he's gay or not. Now, the fact that, you know, yes, he's dramatic, but he's also, like, heartbroken. <laughs> and he's yeah, also, yeah. you know, like, there's so much depth to his character that he's an actual, he becomes, like, a person. He's a character, and that's why yeah. th- there's nothing really... I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there are, I mean, yeah, obviously there are some offensive things. Like if my child came home and was like, I need you to be somebody else. Like that's offensive. You know what I'm Dude, saying? I was <laughs> floored like... by that. The, the, <laughs> and the, the hilarity just the, ensued. Just the premise of this, like, you know, just like, how, how do you not, I, I, I know that they're saying that this dude's like 20 years old and, but you come in and you ask these people to completely uproot their fucking lives and, and change everything. And, you know, of course, uh, Robin Williams, uh, you know, uh, Armand has the, uh, the, the correct response. He's like, I fucking, you know, it's taken me 20 years to get to where I am, you know? Yeah, that was and a you're great not, line. I'm not, I am not going to change, you know? But then, of course, he, he loves his son and he wants to do what, what he feels is, is right for his kid. But just the just the, the coldness of Val, like even, even when, you know, um, <laughs> when Nathan Lane, when Albert, like, realizes that, that they want him to go away and, 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 you know, for a few days and he's, like, completely mortally hurt and he looks back and, like... <laughs> And Armand and Val are both just standing there, just blankly staring at him, like, "Yeah, you, you need to go." Like, boom! Like, there's just, they're just so, just slam those moments home, you know. I don't know. They they kind of play his character though, like, because they they do that the thing uh, where he's like, "Oh yeah, what do you, um, my school teacher, you know, like, what did my dad do for work? Oh, he was a businessman, you know. He's not gonna say like, oh, he, yeah, he's got a, you know, he's got a drag club." <laughs> nightclub you know yeah no they're not gonna say that you know especially in 1996 like you know i get it and these are like they go out of their way to make gene hackman like the most ultra crazy conservative he calls fucking bob dole a fucking oh he's too liberal like i mean they go out of his way to make him like (laughs) hardcore and he can't even hold a conversation you know he's just the most vapid just like you know uh talking around ridiculous shit I think another important point here is that the daughter was going to tell her mom. The whole reason that they came up with the kids came up with this farce was because the Senator Jackson died. And that was when the mom, she was like, Mom, I have to tell you something about like 
my fiance's parents and the mom was like actually you know what this wedding will be perfect it can cover up everything and so that was why they invented this whole farce i'm not saying it's okay but like it's not like they were planning on doing this from the very beginning that's true I know, the whole movie is like situational comedy situational comedy that also subverts a lot of um stereotypes to to make a lot of good points i mean to me, the from the get go of like the first time we meet the son, like they set it up as like, oh, here's a gay man having an affair. It's another gay guy. They just don't even. They're not monogamous. Blah blah blah. And then like you find out it's his son. It's like okay, well, there's that stereotype bashed. And then he's like, oh, dad, I'm getting married, and it's to a woman, and it's like this. <gasps> what are you doing to me? Like I feel like they 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 take a lot of time and effort to set up. Like here's all the things that you as a person who may or may not be familiar with this is going to think, and we're going to just flip all those things on their heads. So to me, it kind of makes sense and works really, really well for the sake of the story that they, they do have a little bit of outlandishness and a little bit of, uh, this is what you're going to think is the stereotype. And then they, like Kristen said, it's, it's all multidimensional. There are no two dimensional characters in this film, except for maybe the conservative Senator, maybe. I still, I mean, even the... the, 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 the <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same. Okay, right? okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. But, uh, I mean, I actually... Uh, I'm not... I mean, like is a strong word, but I actually kind of liked the dad who in his own little crazy nature and how he's always looking for candy. And like when he has, when he has that, <laughs> that's, his, like, that's his stress smoking. When he has that moment where he's trying to sneak out on the ladder and he has, does the Nixon. Piece yeah. He's just so like, awkward. It's just, yeah. I think he's really great. It, you can tell uh, that he, his mind is not on his family. He's up for election. Like he's just like this, you know, he, his mind is not there. And I think that's why his character seems the weakest, but I think that's also why uh he gravitates so much towards nathan lane at the end like, i think that whole dynamic or jumping ahead here but i think that whole dynamic between the two is just absolutely brilliant oh, oh yeah good, i love their whole party. relationship yeah. for sure mm -hmm. that dinner party scene is uh is man it's it's so classic <laughs> he's, he's like oh yeah like we need to kill the moms before they give babies <laughs> and then we'll have to have abortions no just kill just kill the mom have the baby go down with the sinking ship. It's like, take one for the team. <laughs> the babies are going to die anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is like flips a switch. It, oh, that, that is so great. It's so great. And also, like, Nathan Lane reminds me of, like, uh, uh, I don't know the actress, but the Barbara Bush in those uh, Lethal Weapon movies. Not Lethal Weapon. Uh, Naked Gun. Like, Naked Gun 2. <laughs> you oh, talking about yeah, the way yeah, he's yeah. dressed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I swear to God, it's the same costume. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of how people are dressed, what do you think of the costumes, Christy? Oh my god, they're so good. Like, every single costume is absolutely perfect. I mean, god, even there's like a scene where Armand is wearing this like amazing like robe, but there's a tiger face on it. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> perfect. I mean, and the and the scene where uh, Nathan Lane is out like shopping at the market, and then you have he all looks of like Elton John. I love yeah. it. Exactly so like much. Elton John's. It's yeah. so great. Uh, and you know, you have all like uh, all of the naked people in South Beach. Dude, when, and, when, the, when the family's driving in, like there's so many thongs. No one like, wears clothes on South Beach. What the fuck is happening no in clothes. South Beach? Like, <laughs> ass cheeks, ass cheeks, ass cheeks. 
all of the clothes you have that the drag queens are wearing when they're performing. And then all of this like life and color and, you know, vibrancy contrasted with the severity of the girl and her family and the the stark, dark, you know, like block suits kind of like there's 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 like not much going on there and i just thought it was really great i mean the most boring character is val and he actually dresses like a normal person and uh, everything is just great it's uh the costumes were done by ann roth who's absolutely brilliant um obviously in case you didn't pick up on that i i just yeah i loved absolutely every single thing in this movie and when it comes to the costumes yeah, I thought all the wardrobe, and even the production design, uh, like all the little things they just hid all over the set. I thought there were, oh, some of that was so great. And, uh, the, like, and all the phallic imagery is <laughs> everywhere. It, even even the lights, like when they're walking up the stairs to their to their like apartment, the, the sconces on the walls, they have little balls and like shafts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's uh, two men uh, bending down on your plates here. Oh, oh, no, they're, they're playing leapfrog. What's going on? It's like, it's like little boys playing leapfrog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Might have little girls, too. I, yeah. I, I think I see a you girl. You still have girls? Oh, mine has girls. <laughs> There's just a fucking uh, unpilled egg just floating. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huevo. <laughs> that mustache on uh, Rob Williams is pretty great, too. Oh, it's so perfect. And he's so deadpan. Like, you know, he's so... He has his moments, like like when he's doing the choreography thing. He he gets in there and he he turns into Robin Williams for a moment. But most of the time, he's really just kind of he, he, his reactions are so deadpan. Yeah, for a gay man, he's playing it really straight. I mean, but, yeah, he's to- totally playing the straight man. Well, especially when Val's like, "Dad, can you not be so obvious?" And I was like, "You're saying this to Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> like what?" <laughs> Oh, I st- I pierced the toast. <laughs> There's more toast. It'll be okay. Yeah, I love that, man. <laughs> the John Wayne joke was great, too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Did I, I like it the right? old lady watching them. <laughs> like, she's trying to have her, her yep. brunch or whatever. She's yep. looking over, and she's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess the movie, too, like, uh, you know, it, I, I guess you could say, like, Maybe moments are character types of, of gay people, but there's also that really funny moment where they start making fun of dudes. I mean, to, like just even the handshake and like the, yeah, what the fuck is up with that? What's up with you, so and so? Oh yeah, you old so and so and so. Yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, I kind of was watching it this time to see if they are, if it's like they're really making fun of like gay people. I was I was actually kind of watching for that. I mean, they do have their moments where they, I mean, like the joke is definitely like, oh, they're gay and they're doing this. But like, yeah, like you were saying, like they have jokes for like this, for laughing at the straight people as well. Like, I feel like the reason this isn't offensive is because it's kind of a, an equal opportunity offender. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure. I didn't reach out to gay people, but I did reach, I did. Um, um, How did you research? <laughs> I did. I did actually. No, I looked it up and I, what is it? The 25th anniversary this year? I think it's like the 20, I don't know. No, oh, yeah, you're right. 1996. Yeah, this is the 25th anniversary this year. And so a lot of articles wow, are being written fun. on it, um, including, yeah, it, it seems to be like championed among the gay community, which is really amazing. I was actually looking it up. The reason I wanted to research it was because I was curious if Nathan Lane's character would be is considered like gay or trans because they do sometimes uh, they refer to the character as a he and sometimes they refer to it to her as a woman and so 
I was that. I mean, he I, says he's a woman. Yeah, but then like Robin Williams is like, no, you're a man. <laughs> like, he's like, but oh, wait a minute, <laughs> what, <Yeah>. what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in 1996, like that was totally fine, and like now, after as we uh, are still, I guess, still doing trans rights, I was like, mm, is that is that's I kind of I was trying to look that up, and I didn't really see anything about that. Uh, but as far as it, it's it being accepted in the gay community, it, it's beloved according to what I saw. I mean, what? Yeah, well, I mean, why wouldn't it be that that park bench scene? That is Dude. fucking goddamn. I almost cried during that. I was like, wait, I just laughed a whole bunch. And what the fuck? Fuck you, movie. Well, okay. The, the Palimony <laughs> scene where they're signing away, like yeah, yeah with the yeah. amazing. Uh, oh man, that was in the so background. fucking touching. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah. So I was okay. So the the one scene though, sorry, just to go back like slightly, that kind of upset me was at the very end when the farce is revealed and so they lean over and take off nathan lane's wig and i was like oh that's not cool <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah for anyone yeah like well but like especially like i don't know that's just rude like, it's just fucking rude to take off and, and and it worked because they're like they're trying to show like no this is a man but i feel like there are other ways to... but i guess again they made it work because then the senator is just like i don't understand he does like you're saying you're jewish <laughs> like i don't get, like what <laughs> Diane Weist is great too. Oh, she's oh, so she's great. She's freaking delightful. Uh, you know, all the, the yeah, both of the the sets of parents. Um, yeah, they, they man, they were really well cast. I can't imagine anyone but Rob Williams and Nathan Lane in that performance, and then Gene Hackman and Diane Weist as the conservative parents. I just can't, I can't picture anybody else. Well, why would you want to? Touche. <laughs> when you get it right the first time, you don't have to think about anything else. That's right. What, nobody's going to mention cinematography yet. Guys, come on. You're dropping the ball. Okay. I, as someone who never notices camera shots, I will say that I noticed two camera shots in this, and I thought that they were really great. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But uh, the mirror scenes, like there are scenes where they set up shots so that the mirror is not only in the scene but is reflecting something else so that you can see it. They did that tw- at least twice, and I thought that was really brilliant. Uh, it, it was at uh, one of the scenes involved. Oh, uh, with Nathan Lane getting ready, and you c- could see like Robin Williams, like it, it, it was like the dual thing, so you could see everybody. And then the other one was when the senator and his wife were sitting at the table, and there was a mirror so that you could see the TV playing in the mirror. And I thought that was really cool. What was the TV playing? Uh, the interview. <laughs> Remember the like, like the interviewer, like they're just like yelling at everybody, and the the wife goes, like, "Well, this is informative." <laughs> no, she's like, "This is like, this is a great show." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great show. I was like, "It's the best." <laughs> it's the smartest show on television. It's the smartest show on television. Yeah. <laughs> like man, <laughs> you can't hear anybody. Everyone's just arguing over everyone else. <laughs> it's like Rush Limbaugh on TV. Am- it's amazing. Um, you can't talk about the cinematography and not talk about that opening shot. Mm. Oh man, that was a great mm-hmm. opening shot. Yeah, dude, it's three I shots. Think I rewound it three times just to be like, okay, I know this isn't one single shot. I got to find where the seams are. You think and it's totally shots. worth watching again? Yeah, yeah, very cool. I, I, did they I, had they do match cuts? Does everybody just kind of hold for a second and just like, ah, right, everybody freeze? No, if you, if you go back and look at it, you can you can see where they they take the helicopter shot when they get to the the front of the bird cage. And right it, at the top of the building. It kind of, yeah, it slows down, and you can actually see the color change mm-hmm. 
from it's like the time of day and then it, it goes down uh, on this crane and this steady I guess it's a steady cam operator they they hop off the crane go up to the front door you know there's one more right when they're walking in yeah, yeah it's, it's not, like right before right before the door it's, but, a, it's like you're just seeing everybody in the inside and they kind of like pause for a second they kind of go in well it's 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 both it they, they actually are there's like that's a composite Okay, so like you see some people that are waiting right in front of the door, and the camera yeah. goes up to them, and then this other couple comes in. Those people were shot on a green screen. You can kind oh, of tell oh, nice. when they go. They, it looks like they're going down some steps after they make it inside the club. I guess the they're trying to match the camera move, and they didn't get it 100% right. But for 1996, it looks amazing. No, they did a great job. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I watched it on DVD, so it all actually like plays pretty well. Like you can, it you have to really look for it in order to be able to see those transitions. Even just all of the, yeah, I absolutely love the opening scene. The way they utilize the beach in a lot of the shots is absolutely breathtaking. The, a lot of the framing, like even God, even the car scene when they're driving down and it's <laughs> the two parents and the girl like squished together and everyone just looks so uncomfortable. Like it's just, I I think the whole thing is just perfect. <laughs> Yeah, they did a lot of process car shots. Even like that when once they're on the road driving down, like they they start like through the back windshield and then they do this little like dolly yeah. back move. And she's from, sitting there right yeah. where the camera would be. Yeah, she kind of yeah. moves into it. Like yeah, it's, where, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty legit. I rewound that and watched it again too. I was I was like, yeah, well done, guys. I mean, you know, it, this is the DP from Birdman, The Revenant, uh, Gravity, Gravity. You know, Emmanuel Lubeski, all all giant one shot, uh, or or at least, I, well, the Revenant's got one gigantic long bear attack shot, one taker, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then Gravity, I mean, like what? How many cuts are there in Gravity? I mean, I mean the that you first, can actually like, see seventeen be at least minutes like or six, something like you know, one. Six, six, seven, seven, <laughs> eight, eight cuts. And then I think Birdman's got a single cut that you can actually physically see. Yeah, they try to make that uh, smooth. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Pop, I'm getting married. <laughs> it's a girl. I, I met her at school. It's this wonderful... Uh, what, what are you... Are you upset? But let me tell you why. Don't use that tone to me. What tone? That sarcastic, contemptuous tone that means you know everything because you're a man and I know nothing because I'm a woman. You're not a woman. Oh, you bastard. Are you crazy? You can't get married. It's out of the question. We've been sleeping together for a year. Oh, God. Has he been tested? Oh, Kevin. Yes, and so have I. Oh! Uh, who's his father? His father is in the arts. You do an eclectic celebration of the dance. You do fussy, fussy, fussy. You do Martha Graham, Martha Graham, Martha Graham. Or Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. But you keep it all inside. What does the mother do? She's a housewife. Oh, I could play it straight. You take your knife and you smear. Men smear. Smear, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Get the pinky <laughs> down. I right, hold the knife boldly in strength. <laughs> no, don't I pierce the toast? Al, you old so-and-so. How do you feel about that call today? I mean, the Dolphins, fourth and three play on their 30-yard line with only 34 seconds to go. How do you think I feel? Betrayed, bewildered? Call me. Perfect. Won't you come in? Senator Keeley, Mrs. Keeley, come here and give me a hug. 
have felt such tension. It's like riding a psychotic horse towards a burning stable. Oh God, it's a nightmare. Get up, everybody, insane. Uh, something about the father and Mrs. Coleman. I can't put my finger on it's it. It's nothing. What do you mean? It's nothing. It is Dad, something. It's nothing. Something very strange is going on. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Mike Nichols' The Birdcage. Amazing. That was a really good trailer. It was a really good trailer. Two thumbs up. Yeah, man. The smile on your face lets me know that you need it. Or if need be. Sorry. Moving on. (laughs) No, let's linger for a little bit. What? (laughs) Wait, you need the thumbs up or you need the trailer? What is it that we need here? What's going on? A bunch of assholes. (laughs) Is this <laughs> is this the only movie this month that's put a smile on your face while you at least while you watch the trailer? Yeah, you're gonna qualify it by saying the trailer. So yeah, I don't know. Did we not enjoy Babe's trailer? Did we? I enjoyed I think it. So. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It there was were, good. Yeah, there's some good moments in Babe's trailer. Okay, I'm just making sure we we we, we actually had some good yay may. Moments and yeah, I, I like a League of Their Own as well. I thought that that trailer was, uh, you know, you know, it was, that was good except for you know Tom Hanks. But uh, you it's know. okay; he ruins a lot of movies. <laughs> no one knows that. But it's I true. totally had. I got to bring this up because I told Anthony Michael, it's like, man, that girl, she just hates Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just hates Tom Hanks. I don't hate Tom Hanks. I, I don't hate Tom Hanks. We did, we did this on that podcast. I had I to like listen to my I'm, just, give, I'm like, just giving you feedback. You did Sorry. seem a little unsure the second time you said that. <laughs> okay, because you're like, I don't uh, like I Tom told... Hanks. I don't like Tom Hanks. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. The Blink reason I was unsure was because do. somebody was asking me about the Tom Hanks thing, and I was like, Yeah, I had to like list my five movies, and he was like, Oh, what are your five movies? And I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Go back and listen because and I so forgot. I, I pulled up the list and I was like, I only picked three of them. And I was like, I know there are more movies that I liked. I mean, you can just say the four Toy Story movies and then one yeah. more and people will no, be The upset. Terminal. It really count, right. Because like, I feel like it, I didn't like The Terminal, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, uh, you're just channeling. It's fine. Down. It's fine. It's fine. You don't like the terminal. We don't like Cook. Chris has got good taste in movies, all right? But I mean, come on, Thank guys. You. Back what? off. Well, that's questionable uh, at times. Whatever. Is it? When has that ever been questionable? No, no, no. You're pretty spot on. You're pretty spot on. <laughs> it's Griggs that I have to worry about. Uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah. it took me my whole life to watch The Birdcage, so. Bro. You know, what have I been yeah, doing up until this point? Formative film, which you should have seen. <laughs> Maybe you'd if- understand, understand yourself a little better. No, but like, okay, but honestly, no, but he's right. And let me tell you why. (laughs) Oh, oh, now I'm intrigued. Tell me, tell me why. The whole point of this movie is that you need to be okay with who you are. I mean, that's the whole reason that the senator and uh, the Nathan Lane character click at the end is because Nathan Lane is unapologetically himself or herself at the end of the movie. I'm still the same person. Still the same person, but, you know, like shining and all all of his, her glory. I'm very confused with the pronouns. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can like, use her pronouns. Oh, oh, oh it's getting warm in there. No, but, no. It's getting warm in there. I don't have a heater on. I don't want to turn it off. <laughs> no, things are heating up. No. Um, 
But the, the thing is, is that, so the whole point of this movie, every single character, with the exception of the idiot kids, uh, is is who they are. They know who they are. They know what they want. Even the mom at the end, she knows she doesn't want to be a mom. She knows she's not maternal. She's like, here, yes, please take my child because I don't want the, this. I'm going to have like my career. Everyone knows who they are and what they want. This movie teaches you that that is okay. The whole point of this movie is that you should not change who you are to impress somebody else. The only mm. reason mm. these yeah. people are doing this is to try to please their insecure child because because he is not comfortable with who he is. Neither is the girl. She is not comfortable with who she is. They're okay, so I disagree fucking insecure. Really? I disagree with that. I You're going to disagree with which part? I don't think that they are insecure <laughs> with who they are. I think they are insecure with who they think that the other person's parents need them to be. Yeah, that's the same thing. No, that's totally not the same thing. Look, here's the thing. Uh, I know exactly who I am, and and I have no problem saying what's on my mind. And the only time anyone has a problem with that, I can be around anybody. And most people like me. The people who don't like me are the people who are insecure and not comfortable with themselves. And that's exactly what's happening in this movie. The only time people try and tell me to like, oh, please don't say that, or please tone it down, or please, can you do something different? It's because they are uncomfortable with who they are. And so they're trying to control everyone else around them. Okay, from from the perspective that who we are is also made up by who our family is and who are who we are formulated by. Yes, from from that perspective, we are our family, and we can't change who our family is. So if we're insecure about who our family is and how they act, then yes, that means that we're insecure about ourselves. That doesn't mean that they're insecure with how they feel about each other or what they want from their lives. They, they just don't, they're, they're scared that the two of them will not be accepted because of, of her parents not accepting his parents. That's what they're scared about. Because yeah. of societal norms though, right? Because they won't, yeah. you know, they're afraid that they won't be accepted because they're not secure enough to be like, this is who I am. So they're sitting there going, oh, I don't know if this is going to be okay. So I'm going to pretend to be what I think is okay instead of just being who I am or having a conversation or growing as a person. I'm going to do what I think this other person wants me to do so that yeah. they'll accept me. Yeah. Okay. That is insecurity. What, like, what, there's no All right. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm only disagreeing from the perspective that you're, that you're drawing the conclusion of who we are as a person, as a singular entity like you know the mind with the body versus like the the group of people that raised us and that that parented no, us look, like look here let me just explain no, that's to true. you this way. I, I, here's the I, thing no i see it and i'm agreeing with you no i know i'm, I'm gonna expand my perspective i mean gonna expand here Continue. so my mom is super conservative very like trump pro-trump like like just very religious whatever my dad is a fucking asshole and you know what i don't have a problem <laughs> introducing people to them because i tell them before they look they're their own people and that does not reflect on me just like they tell probably tell people oh my my daughter just wait till you meet her she's <laughs> you know she's what i'm savage. saying <laughs> she's so savage don't worry yeah actually no actually my sister does tell people she's like she, she's like please don't complain about your significant other because my sister will try and break you up and like look <laughs> That's what I do. If you're unhappy, we'll fucking stop it. Like, what the hell? 
So like, you know, and that's the thing. <laughs> well, Christian I mean, just cares a lot about people's happiness. That's you know all. what? If you sit here, okay, can I tell you a story really quick? Please. This is not related. This is a safe space. No, 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 no. This yeah. is <laughs> Please continue. that we're recording. Keep, <laughs> so keep this in, Brian. Keep this in, Brian. <laughs> I don't care if I can hate these people because look, the <laughs> this the girl was trained, sitting there. But the problems we, are real. The problems are real. We were sitting here at dinner, and this girl was just like, "Oh, ha, ha, my boyfriend, like." did this thing to me and like totally ruined my clothes and like ha 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 like one time he like sprayed me in the face with water and one or sorry husband they're married and she's like ha ha one time I did this and one time and I was like I'm so sorry when did you serve him with divorce papers and then her husband was like why would she do that and I was like you're treating her like a fucking dick are you kidding me right now like I have to sit here and listen to you abusing your fucking wife anyway they did not appreciate that and he got drunk (laughs) and like she had to drive him home but you know what? Like, what the hell? He got hell? angry drunk. That's what yeah, I just heard. You know Damn, what? Kristen. He didn't get angry drunk. He got, like, sad drunk because he didn't say anything the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> if you need your relationship ruined, hit us up at the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> no, because you know what? Let me tell you, though. If you have a great relationship, I will support you so much. I love happy marriages. That's all I want is for everyone to have a happy marriage. And if you're not Over happy, a sustainable what the fuck relationship. are you doing? That's the thing I love the most about this movie is is it's all about sustainable relationships. It's it's people like Kristen's been saying, people who are healthy and secure of who they are, and they're like, no, fuck everything that we've been talking about. We've been together for 20 years, and I I don't care what I have. It's my home if you're there, and it's your home, and you'll let me stay. Like that whole fucking scene where they're sitting on the park bench and talking. Man, I was fucking weeping during that. It was so good because they're just, this is what love is. I care about you. I just want you in my life. Ah, man, it was so good. I got misty eyed. Yeah. There's so much love there among everybody. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I, I think that, and that's why I was saying, like, no, I think it's very formative to grow up and, and learn that it's okay to be who you are, even if who you are is outside of societal norms. And it's okay to like go and tell people, no, I understand that you don't like this, but this is who I am. And you also need to be okay with it. And to see that, like, yeah, it's okay. Cause we hear stories all the time. There's so, I mean, that's the thing that I also love about this movie is that you could take the script and easily make it into a drama and make it like a sad movie like there are uh, a couple of lines that they play off as funny and it works as funny oh like uh like when um nathan lane uh (laughs) val's like oh i'm getting married and she's like why would you marry that slut or whatever the fuck she says (laughs) and then she's like oh anyway i missed you like come here let me like love on you and and like they play it off as funny and it is it's really funny but like it could easily be like a very tragic thing where he's like oh why don't you accept me i'm leaving and you know like and there's like (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's like they know that there's so much love there and i love that well, I have to wonder, c- coming from a very, very, very conservative religious background where I was sheltered very much during my childhood, didn't get to see this while it, when it came out. Like it was um, banned is probably a good word in the circles that I was living in. Um, I have to wonder, looking back on it now with a little bit more emotional maturity, a little bit more like I've seen other people, I've, you know, 
maybe the reasons why this was so threatening in the circles that I was in was because it was so normalizing and so comfortable with itself and with these people who were dramatically different from the Western evangelical Christian re religious conservative viewpoint of this is what a man is, this is what a woman is, this is what marriage is, blah, 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 all that bullshit that they can only see it as threatening because there's just so much love here. There's so much like... No, just be who you are. Just don't don't try to pretend and all the things. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting perspective to watch this 25 years after it came out and be like, oh, why the fuck was I denied this when I was a kid? I should have seen this much, much sooner. I guess I'm a little older than you guys, but my, my mom took me to see this in the theater in 1996. Um, Good for you. Yeah, we, we laughed our ass off the entire To be time. fair, Brian, you saw every movie in 1996 <laughs> in the theater. That's true. There, there are very few that I did not see. It's a good year for movies, too. Uh, eh, was it? It was an okay yeah. year. Yeah, it was all right. It was fine. I mean, we've established 1995 was a great year for movies. What was wrong with 96? Didn't yeah. Independence Day come out in 96? Like, that it was a did. great year. Yeah. What, what are you complaining about? <laughs> Mission Impossible was my highlight. I don't know. It was oh, a lot that's of... That's a um, great fucking highlight. <laughs> what the hell? Man, that in and of itself that makes that a great year for movies. Fuck you. It, you know, it's just who I was at the time. You know, when I oh, saw Independence okay. Day, okay. like, you know, I was just like, I got to get me one of these. This is a ripoff of <laughs> V. And, you know, I was yeah, whatever. What the fuck is that smell? You know, you know, bro. That's a great movie. Between that and red light, green light, I mean, I don't know what more you can do. Oh, man. No, hold up, though. Mission Impossible is an actual great movie, though. Like, you go back and you can see an the filmmaking. actual great one. movie. Yeah. Independence yeah. Day is not no. a great movie. Ind Independence Brian's Day is a, a fucking fun movie. Like when okay. we're talking, okay. uh, what, what was it, Jared? What is, what is it? Uh, a film versus movie? Is that is that your thing? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's a difference between a film and a movie. Blockbuster movie versus Brian De Palma film. Yeah, I'll give you, you that go. one, Brian. I'll give you that. But the difference is with Mission Impossible is you can eat popcorn. And watching that film, dude. You say that when I went, went to see that in the theater, <laughs> everybody was like scratching their head, and they were like. What in the goddamn hell's happening in this movie, man? What the fuck's going on with the list and who's Toast. got it? Toast. Toast. <laughs> when a character shows back up at the end of this movie, in the movie, a bunch of people are like, "Oh, wait, bro, what?" They're bringing back characters from that film in the new one. What for real? Fuck yeah, yes, they sir. are. They're bringing Fuck back yeah, original characters that haven't come back since then. Fuck yeah, they are. Well, I, it doesn't really That's matter. A whole different. Amelia Estevez got his eyes, you know, gouged out. So. Bro, the chewing gum is back. <laughs> <laughs> and the this rat time is it's actually back. It wasn't actually killed. <laughs> Did anyone watch the original? I wish I would have. The original French film. Yes, I did watch it. Tell us about it, Brian. Frame for frame. Uh, it's pretty much <laughs> the same exact movie, only it's a lot shorter. A lot of the a lot of the moments are cut out, especially with like the the conservative family. A lot of that is trimmed down. It's so more... is it still a conservative family? They're just is he a senator? It is. They don't have all like the leading are the early scenes where they're establishing the family as much. It's just the dinner scene or what? Yeah, I mean they I mean they have a couple scenes. I think they cut to them like maybe like three times. I bet the paparazzi oh, okay. was added. Uh, what's that? Oh yeah, all the paparazzi stuff, like all of that is yeah. dropped. They just talk about newspapers and things like that. Well, mm. okay, so in the French version, it's like actually uh, the president of France that dies. 
It's not like just a senator or um, something. And then the, he was having sex with an underage black girl. He was, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, some of the lines are like word for word the same. I was really surprised. Well, I I didn't watch the whole thing because I didn't have enough time, but I watched part of it and I thought it was actually really interesting because a lot of the shots are the same and a lot of the lines are the same. But I also felt that they explained a bit more in the French film. For example, uh, the scene with uh, the, uh, the beginning scene where Nathan Lane doesn't want to come out of her dressing room and... Uh, she's complaining. She she has this line where she's like, I, I have been yo-yo dieting and you've never said a word. And I always thought that was so weird. I was like, do you want him to comment on you getting fat? Like, I don't understand. That's in this one too. He says it differently, but it's in this one too. But in, well, no, no, no. But in the original film, the character, Nathan Lane's character, who uh, I don't even remember the name, but that character... Uh, goes, no, I've taken so many diet pills, so many diuretics. I've been trying to look good for you and I've been ruining my health to do it. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, that makes sense. Mm, that's another layer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this one, he's like, he's like, I've gained and lost over a hundred pounds over yeah. the last year. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, why didn't you do that though? Like, that seems stupid. <laughs> I, I do like how they end the uh, the dinner party scene in the French version. There's uh, a bunch of the uh, the drag queens, like right when they get off of a stage from the birdcage, they, they come running up to the upstairs of their apartment, right in the middle of the, of the dinner party to give them a big um, happy 20th anniversary cake. And they all bust into the room and they're like, you know, the dad, mom, of course, the conservative family freaks the fuck out. It, it's pretty good. Wait, so is that like the thing that gives away... Nathan Lane being yes, interesting. Okay, well, I mean, huh. they were gonna find it out in just a little bit, and then that just—it's it, just another layer on the right. Cake. But but that became the the inciting incident of that particular scene. That's fascinating. Do you, do you like the reveal as like the real mom showing up, or is the drag queen showing up? What's that? Did you like the reveal at the end at the dinner party? Did you like it with the real mom in like the Robin Williams version, or did you like it with the drag queen showing up in the French version? Did the real mom not show up in the in the original? No, she does. Oh, okay. Or I thought I'm, they changed that. I, I I haven't finished the French one. Yeah, no, they they. Um, although I say in the French one. Um, Armand, or I forget what his character is uh, in in the French film, he actually kind of gets a little bit more seduced by the mom. You know, like Robin Williams in the American one, he's just getting his like chest hair rubbed and massaged. No, he was oh. getting there. Well, he was getting there. No, yeah, the, in yeah, the like French version, the guy is like <laughs> laid down on the couch, and the woman is like on top of him, and like you know, the, the boyfriend walks in, and the camera pans over, and it's like you know she's just gotten off of him. I always thought it was so funny because, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, well, this seems ridiculous because he's gay. He would never do anything. And as like as an adult, like I'm watching this and I'm like, mm, that's still not OK. Like that's <laughs> well, he explains <laughs> like, it in the movie, though. I know. No, no, it's explained. But like if I was Nathan Lane's character walking in on that, I understand why Nathan Lane like freaks out and like tries to drive home, which is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be driving home at 20 miles an hour. I took the bus and I got here 30 minutes before him. <laughs> that was so great. Oh, 
I do have to mention, I I was looking up that French film. You know the French uh, the French version of this. I, I I'm not gonna le cage uh, whatever. Le cage en, uh... Oh, you speak French? Here, go, go for it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> What's the? I've forgotten it now. Uh, how do you say AUX? Ah, uh, uh? la cage info. Well, anyway, that's the uh, that's the eleventh highest grossing foreign language film here in the United States. No shit. Still, wow, like ever to this Still? day. Yes. Holy shit! Is Amelie number one? <laughs> no, no. That's like oh, uh, kind of that's way down the list. Uh, the uh, number one is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon by like oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah. Million. I saw that in the theater. What did you guys think of the very end? With the conservative family in their costumes, you talking about, about when when the drag queen show? When everyone had to go drag. <laughs> yeah, what was your favorite costume? Because I have to say, I was always torn between like the fairy, like the little girl Barbara as the fairy, or like the mom as this like rocker. <laughs> oh, like Diane Weiss. Yeah. Oh my and god, she fucking looks great when she's in standing like right next to the bar, and the guy's like, "I've never danced with the man before," and she was like, "Sure, okay." I fucking lost it. I would have to say she was the best. Yeah, that was she's my great. that was my favorite costume from that. I don't know. I just, I love everything that they do to Gene Hackman at the end. <laughs> and he's just so down. Yeah. In- including shouting to the driver, meet me at uh, that intersection in 20 minutes. He was like, not he's like, for you- a million dollars. <laughs> he's like, you wish. No. <laughs> no thanks. I think that's still one of my favorite reveals when it goes down to the club and you see the wig and then it turns in Gene Hackman's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all the lip gloss and the shine. But his eyes are like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it was so perfect. He's worried about no one wanting to dance with him because he's ugly. <laughs> yep, yep. Are we? Did you want to talk about the music, Brian? The soundtrack? Or the musical numbers? Yeah, there's no score in this film. It's all needle drops throughout the whole... Well, I, okay, some of them are original songs, but yeah. There's Which no ones are original score. songs? You know that Rain and Men song? Wait a <laughs> you know, because the whole movie's about right. family, and at the end, we're, we are we, we are family. We you know are family. Uh, the musical number during the rehearsal. I know they wrote that specifically for the movie. What um, did every? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What? Um, this is not related to the music. So if you have oh, more, okay. No, I have nothing else. Uh, I was gonna say, what did everyone think of the wedding scene? Because I love the commentary. Of the people in the in the church in the church pews as they're getting married. No thoughts. The, Probably my the least favorite part of the movie. The conservative <laughs> people. No, oh, I loved how they kept going back and forth, and everyone, of course, is again wearing amazing outfits, and everyone's crying. And then you have these like two stodgy old women who give like the conservative like the conservative lines of, well, which one's the mother? Oh, I just don't know and i always thought that was so <laughs> funny because i was like they're still so stupid <laughs> like, yeah. but they play it for laughs like it's again like that could be like a really like mean scene like a terrible thing but it's so funny the way they do it well again like i, I feel like that was part of the poking fun at, at the still very conservative crowd that was against this movie as a concept and also like kind of secretly going to it and then still kind of enjoying it was like 
you know, you you know these people. If you are not actually this person, you know these people, and so you're gonna laugh at these jokes because you are hearing these these comments in your head from the people that you actually know. If you're not this person watching this fucking movie, I don't remember conservative crowds. Like, I don't remember anybody though being after this movie at all. Like, well, I mean, this you. was I don't, you know, good for you for not being in those circles, Brian. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was such Brian, a, you were like ten, such a. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I know, but I remember when, uh, like, people outside of Dogma were, like, losing their fucking minds, and that was two years later, Jared. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that on TV. Yeah, there's a difference there. Made me want to see it. But, I mean, like, I I was in Virginia when this movie came out. I mean, you would think that if, like, a big, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't remember anything. I mean, I was down here when this movie came out in the south, in Tennessee, and, like, um... I don't remember this being boycotted. My mom didn't tell me I couldn't watch. Like, I didn't see it in theaters, but I watched yeah, I it all HBO. the time. Yeah. Well, clearly none of you guys were in the circles that were also boycotting certain Disney movies during this same oh. exact oh, time. Oh, dear God. So, no. no. Yeah. No. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, trying, to, just trying to bring the perspective that there are there is a level of conservative, Toy Story is evangelical, religious... Uh, bigotry is really the word that we're looking for. That was like Did you not the okay with any on of the Little these Mermaid things. cover. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh no, they gosh. were definitely not okay. Yeah, we definitely threw that uh, that VHS away once that was that was really? established. Oh my god, dude! I remember uh, watching the Little Mermaid on yeah. an old console TV. You know, with the kind where you turn it off had the little blue dot. Yep, 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 yep. One hundred. That's cool. I mean, I think Disney's the devil, just like every other person in the world, but well, not for those <laughs> reasons. You shut your fucking now mouth. Now we're paying for Disney Brian. every fucking month. That's right. I give Disney everything for Star Wars. That is true. You know that, that the original film had sequels and had... I, I heard they had like two or three sequels to this. Yeah, and, and had Robin Williams uh, survived, they may have done a sequel. Man, I tried to watch that second one. It was so fucking terrible. It's, Wait, it, what? There's a Birdcage there's, 2? There's two there's of three. them. Yeah, there's, there's three, two, of three them? There's three movies total. There's two sequels. And the second one is like a uh, espionage spoof. And it is... What? I, no, I, I, I what? can't even make this up. I can't what? even make it up. I, Wait. I, and I could not get through it. It was so I bad. I don't understand. What is it called? Because I just Googled Birdcage 2 and it's a video game. No, 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 no. Uh, it's whatever the, the original French title. That's where you really get title. to play? <laughs> it's what? It's the original it's French really... title, uh, Jared. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, Le Cage Enfant, or uh, Enfo, Le Cage Enfant. There you go. But yeah, they, there's a second way. If you look it up on IMDb, Le you can find Cage it. Oh, okay, I, found it. I, I think the Le third Cage one's Fou. even on uh, 2B, and that, that's that got like, a, if memory serves correct, that had higher ratings, but I don't know. That second one was so terrible. It just wasn't funny. Well, okay, so I, was the original concept the Broadway show, or was it the, the French movie? It was a, it was a stage show. play... It was a stage play first uh, in the early okay. 70s, and then the French film came out, uh, I don't know, 78. came out in the U- U.S. like 79. Wait, so then the Broadway show came after the French movie. So it was a stage play in France, and then it was a French movie, and then it was a Broadway show. Correct. Well, uh, I don't. yeah, I don't know which uh, if the Broadway show or the movie came first. I have no idea. I don't know the year. the m- movie. I mean, Broadway is, like, very conservative. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come out with it unless they know it's going to be a success. And so if the movie was a success and they already had a play, they would be like, okay, yeah, we can probably put some money into this. La Cage 3 came out 
uh, The Wedding came out in 1985. It was still rocking up until then. That's what, like two years between each film? Yeah, and it came and it had a three hundred and forty five thousand dollar box office. It did really well. Three hundred thousand dollars. Almost three and a half. Good for them. Well, uh, I mean look, the bird's cage, even with all these stars, only cost thirty one million. This movie brought in a hundred and eighty five. Fucking yeah, rolling in it. Right? Way to go. Huge man. Damn. Nichols bringing it again. The gays are oh. winning. I'm glad so you said that, Jared. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. We haven't talked about Mike Nichols at all so far. What? Well, I mean, we, yeah. we got to talk about his relationship with the writer, right? Elaine yeah. Main, right? They used to and have worked like 20 years or so. Yeah. They, they had that improv group um, back in the day. It was like, uh, what was it called? Uh, it's Chicago. Um, yeah. Nichols and May. Thing? I think that's what it was. I forget what the name of it was. The Compass Players. These two people had a uh, like an actual like improv sketch show. Oh, okay. like a, like a live oh you're talking about the original Second thing? City. It's Second City. Is like, that what did they start? Second, Second yeah, City? they started Second City. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Lots of things are making a lot Hold more a sense. It says right it now. says here. Hold on a second. Compass players, including Elaine May, Paul Sills, Bri- uh, Brian Piven, Joyce Hiller, Piven, Edward Asner. They helped start the famous Second Asner, City okay. Improv. Helped start Second City. Yeah. It's just one of the most pivotal improv groups in yeah, that's the entire still going US today. of A. Like, you know, <laughs> the people that started uh, Saturday Night Live came from Second City. Fucking Second City, man. And the Groundlings. Was this like the only thing they had done since they... Uh, they had a falling out, yeah. Pre-started Second City? Like, did they do other things together? Or did she write other things that he was doing? No, or? they they did uh, other things together. Because, uh, like, um, she did something on Wolf. Like, uh, she helped yeah, him out, like, an that ADR was the last line thing they did. or something. That was the last thing they did before this. Well, that was several years really? before. Wasn't that, like, 1990 or something like that? I think so. Uh, 94. 94, oh, okay. So, All right, so, so that was that far so that, that, That's when they picked back up. But it was it was, like, years before then. Oh, okay, got it. But I don't think they had written together until this one had popped up. Like then there was a like a like a definite involvement here, like from the creative process at the beginning. I recently saw her, uh, Elaine May. What was that? Uh, oh, how was she? That, and that Woody Allen uh, TV show. Um, what the fuck is the name of that? Crisis in Six Scenes or something like that. Yeah, man, that was back in 2016. It's been a while. Well, I mean, she's super old. Mike Mike's already dead. Yeah, he died in. 2014 or something like that, right? So when he passed? Man, I can't remember. It's been a good minute for sure. Has it been that long? It doesn't feel like it's been that long. I get, yeah, I guess you're right though. Thinking about it, because uh, what was his last movie that I didn't see his last film uh, with Tom Hanks, Kristen? Oh, was it a good one? I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't seen uh, it. Charlie Wilson's War in 2007 yes, was his go. last directed Charlie, oh, movie. I haven't seen it. Um, IMDb says he passed uh, November 19, 2014. I am not. Uh, I'm, I'm not not up to date on his '90s work. I have not seen Postcards from the Edge in forever. I, yeah, there's a lot of stuff from the '90s. I, I've seen Closer recently, but I love Closer. I, mostly, I think Closer was my first introduction to him. But I've never seen um, Virginia Woolf. Like that. That's that's high on my list of like. Oh man, I need to. Working Girls yeah. was yeah. That was my spot. You keep skipping over the best one. What planet are you from? 
That is not the best one. <laughs> if we're going to talk Brian, about the best one, you it's know probably that the graduate. That up. Yeah, well, the graduate, obviously, bro. We got to talk about, you know, widescreen framing and, you know, all the all the sexy stuff he did in that. Oh, the sexy stuff. Yeah. Wait. Was that widescreen? Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, in, it's a major, like, you know, in, in cinematography classes, they... They actually cite that one as one of the very first widescreen films to use specific types of framing and, and, and composition using that widescreen format. Really? Yes, I don't sir. remember that movie like being widescreen for some reason. I mean, it's definitely a 235 aspect ratio for sure. It's in 2351. All right, Jared, I got it. Pan cameras <laughs> and lenses. <laughs> Are we at Eastman 50T. <laughs> Shot on thirty-five. What are we rating the bird cage? Who's going first? It's a hard question, Brian. All right, fuck you guys. Uh, uh, damn, oh, I was you starting. Going? Fuck. Oh. Well, that's not damn how it. you start, Jared. That's how you pass, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, I say it's a hard question, Brian. As opposed to a hard pass. Yeah, just it's not, say it's it. not a hard just say pass. Say what you mean. It's not a hard pass. Just it, be it, who you are and say what you mean. That's what we get out of this film. I'm going to be who I am. <laughs> Did you guys happen to go to the Rotten Tomatoes and check out the score of the birdcage? No. This no. is very oh, interesting. I did, and I thought, and I was like, this is inaccurate, and I closed it. I don't even remember what it said. <laughs> no. I almost no. don't want to know, honestly. This is the only time I've ever seen this happen. And when you go to the Rotten Tomatoes score, it, the, it, the, Tomato meter is eighty one percent, and the audience score is eighty one percent. That means that it's everyone, very low, I think everyone. No, it doesn't matter about the score. It just no, means but, that, but the fact everyone, that it's the same that almost never happens. feels the same about this movie. They're pretty indifferent. They're like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. It's a good fucking movie, right? Wait, an eighty percent is indifferent. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I Brian, Brian, eighty one percent. They both read eighty one percent. No man. <laughs> oh, one that is not indifferent. <laughs> that is not indifferent. Sixty-five, maybe. You know maybe indifferent. Can somebody read yeah. the definition for Jared? Indifferent, not giving a fuck. Oh, okay. Well, I say I, I misspoke. Oh, it par- pardon me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's really. I think it's really interesting that everyone thinks the same about this movie, and it's actually a really great movie. And it wasn't until this time I watched it that I appreciated the filmmaking side of it. I always remember the, you know, just seeing it as a kid and just thinking it was extremely funny and over the top and and, and just crazy. And I've, I've always loved Robin Williams. But this time it was really cool to be able to drop into it and, and, and see, you know, what, what went into making it. Um, you know, it's it just... Just like Brian said earlier, you just can't... You can't fight with this cast and with this director. I mean, it, it's a... It's a classic, and it's awesome. So this movie is definitely a 10 for me. Who's going next? Um, right, here okay. we go. All right, one second. Let me get take a drink. So I feel, I feel like I have a, I have a, <laughs> uh, a fresh virgin perspective, if you will. Um, I'm going to give this a 9. Yes. Um, low, but okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no. For, from me, who has only He'll seen it there. once, He'll get there. He's still butthurt about Hector. Okay, Krista, <laughs> come on, dude. This is a revenge rating. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. I haven't listened to. I'm surprised. Listen, most of the time, I listen to the podcast the week it comes out. This time, I was like, "Fuck it, I don't want to get all depressed. I need to be happy for this one." Okay, <laughs> Krista said it was a revenge rating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. 
Oh, okay. No. All right. So for for reals, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of this from a specific person. There. All right. All right. Give me a second. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Chris. It's okay. We would love to hear your justifications for this score. <clears throat> hey, nine solid, bro. I I I really appreciate that. I think that that's exactly true. I've seen it once. I didn't watch it the second bro. time. Yeah. We've talked a lot about. Uh, the need to watch a movie twice before you really kind of know how you feel about it. Um, I feel like the writing in this is really, really spot on. Um, all the casting is just fucking perfect. Preach. Um, I really, really love the 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 costume design, the production design. Like, I love the world that this whole thing is set in. Um, there's never a second that I don't believe that that the setting is exactly what it's supposed to be. Like, right down to all the, like, they're trying to move this stuff out, and he's like, no, nothing new comes in, and then, like, they set up a fucking crucifix, and then they talk about the, the fucking crucifix. Like, Don't all add. the things, like, work really, really, really well. I do feel like this movie is somewhat dated in, in some sense of, like, like, they talk about the OJ trial, they talk about, like, all the things that, that are very, it's very 1996, uh, but it, a lot of the things still ring true. And I really, I really enjoyed all the warmth. I really loved all the ways that it's just like, this is family. You are who you are and you have to deal with the ways that your family has formulated who you are and who the people are. Like, fuck, I'm, I'm talking myself into uh, 9.5, honestly. That's there you the, go. The more I'm thinking about it. Um, the music works really well in all the, the little scenes where they're they're singing and dancing in the club the club is great um fuck it i'm gonna call it a 10 like i I actually the more that i'm trying to think about it, i can't think of reasons why this movie shouldn't be just really really high up there um i'm sad to have not seen it earlier than this i'm definitely gonna watch it many more times uh fuck it it's a 10 you could take a half off for those cross solves at the beginning i understand go fuck yourself it's 1996 though i mean don't hate a goddamn dissolve. Don't be one of those new wave no, like snobbish filmmakers. Like, well, fucking I don't like, no, 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 dissolves no, don't exist. No, in no, no, Listen, no, Emmanuel Lazeski, he he took all the things that he tried to do in this movie, and then and then as technology like went where he wanted it to go, he was like, "Fuck you! I'm going to record for 17 minutes." Greg, let me ask you. And question. then do all the things. Let me ask you a question. All right, I'm here for it. Did Jurassic Park exist when this film was created? I I'm terrible with episodic memory, so I actually don't. The, the answer is yes. Before, so yeah, what I'm three saying, years before. that's right. This was. I think we that, could have done what, those what, transitions a little better. Like I'm just 1993. 93. Thank you. Um, this this is this is probably one of the most like toned down and controlled Robin Williams performances that I've ever seen, and it also is just so perfectly like the epitome. Fucking flubber. <laughs> what kind of response is that, Jerry? <laughs> this is this is this is so up there movie. and like Robin Williams <laughs> is just a fucking great actor. Hey and Slubber. right before this is the antithesis of winning the Oscar for Good Will Hunting. Knowing that That's this true. is Nathan Lane's like coming out movie, like just kinda makes me love it even more, honestly. Fuck it all. It's a ten. Thank you, Oprah. Thank you for getting there. Griggs, appreciate. No, thank you. No, thank you. On my search for happiness, I found a 10. Because <laughs> you watched a good movie. <laughs> Yay, Griggs! Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, 
scaling back for the rest of the time. It's pretty yay, oh. Griggs. It's pretty yay. Then that's what a tin looks like. Anyway, uh, Kristen, you want to go next? She's muted. Is she muted? Did I mute her? Oh, it's, it's, oh okay. I might have hit it. All right. She um, just wants to hear her laugh. <laughs> there it is. Um, no, this movie is everything. Like, as soon as you guys asked me to pick a movie for Yay May, like, this is the only thing I could even think of. It's so funny. It makes everyone laugh. It's perfect for everybody as long as they have a sense of humor um, and eyes to look at all of the amazing things that are happening on the screen. Everything from this, this like uh, not just the setting, but the way like the ocean shots and the way they set up the camera to all of the different the different sets, the different, like the house, like the, and, and the different phases the house goes through all of the clothes, like everything, like everything just looks amazing. There's so much richness in this movie. And not only is it just beautiful and funny, but it is wholesome and loving. And not only does it teach you to love everybody else, but it also teaches you to love yourself. And like, honestly, I'm just so happy that I grew up watching this and over and over and over again. <laughs> because there are way worse movies to internalize. And I'm so happy that this is one of the ones <laughs> that made it uh, into my life because I still watch it all the time. Uh, this is a 10. This is, it's, I don't know how anyone could give it an 81%. What the fuck is that? It's clearly some hating going on in their life. I can't, like, no judgment. We it love was everybody. Less on- IMDb. <laughs> I know. I saw that too. Um, but no, this is great. This is a fucking great movie. It's it's, it's a 10. What is the IMDb rating? It was like 7.1. Have... Oh, man. What? That's crazy. Uh, I'm going to give this a 10. It's perfect. I don't think I would change a frame. It's funny. It's great. The end. <laughs> You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? <laughs> that's it, Brian. Yeah, no, that's it, dude. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing negative to say about this movie. Uh, in 1996, I no, there's nothing negative to say. I mean, there's nothing. I have like, nothing. I have well, zero. Can I get some positive? When the movie is so good, there's nothing to say. <laughs> You're just like, look, did you see you? it? Just this watch is the it. movie. It speaks for itself. It's, it's brilliant. Like, it's Mike Nichols' bitch. <laughs> like, fucking spike the football <laughs> and walk away. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about Fuck closer or. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, or the graduate. Like those are, yeah, those are perfection as well. So like, I agree. Yeah. And I would even throw in Working Girl. I know a lot of people. I have a lot of arguments with that movie. Um, a lot of people hate Melanie Griffith in that film and her voice, but they can go fuck themselves because I find it endearing. Spaghetti straps, everybody. God damn it, you're right, Jared. <laughs> you are right. There it is. There it is. We've, we've realized what does it for Brian. God damn it. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to have a goddamn... Fuck. Yeah, I know your thing. I know you, baby. I know you. And with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Check the Gate on Twitter. And Jared B. Callen in on Apple Podcasts with Tour Stories. Griggsy, where can they find you? 
If Jules want to follow me on the Instagrams or the Twitters, I'm at Griggsy Media, G R I G G S Y Media. Also, Agador Griggsy. <laughs> Spartacus. Agador Spartacus. That's a real thing, too. They're not even joking. <laughs> Visit Ag- Agador Griggsy Spartacus.com to get the t shirt. Wait, is, is, is the t shirt free? Yeah, it's free t-shirts. The t-shirt comes when Jules uh, gets the right things going on. Spartacus would not approve of a t-shirt. <laughs> well, to be fair, he wears a lot of crop tops, which I also support. He, no, he had he had this like he had this like yeah he had a crop top and it said straight looking. <laughs> yes. that was the best moment. And oh, the, he's sure. so the awesome. neck and the bottom were like torn. Yeah. <laughs> So awesome, man! Hey, Kristen, where can the uh, hey, Kristen, where can the audience follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. She uh, works hard for the money. Mm, 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 mm. She works hard for the money. I love when he's like, "Come on, Gloria." <laughs> <laughs> she works hard for the money. Mm. It's like Lucy and Ricky combined. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and everybody can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and we're going to close out the show tonight with track number one from the Birdcage soundtrack titled We Are Family, performed by the Goldman Girls. Not the Coleman, the Goldman Girls.
Griggs, you gotta get a gotta get a better coaster, buddy. What is that? A fucking is it's, it? a, it's a nice coaster. Oh, I thought no, it was like a maggot. It's half wood, half stone, so you can be stoned with wood in you, bro. I. All right. Did you get that uh, coaster the, before or after that For joke. the sake of the jokes that we were making already. Come on. Right. Uh. He's like, I got a, I got a joke for that coaster right there. <laughs> you know, it just, just comes out of you sometimes. <laughs>